podcast. Hey, Liam, not knock. Who's there? At Psych. If only could make a deal with guards. Ah. Get them to swap our places. Be running up that road. Be running up that hill. With no problems. My name is David. <laughs> My name is Kate Mitchell. Bush. And Bush. <laughs> <laughs> I, and Mitchell. Hate, I, I hate that song so much. Oh, I love that song. Uh, I, <laughs> I did. Do, even though... uh, the first... The first... 20 times I heard it, yeah, it was great, man. But I can't well, hear that song anymore. Well, especially. You love it. Oh, oh, oh. Thanks for the show. Oh, right. What? Oh, oh. What? Do you want to say, do you want to say, do you want to, do you want to say that again in English or are you going to continue to speak the language of Cybertron? Hey, man, my, my brew is just there. <laughs> well, I, I didn't said, hear any of that, <laughs> but I don't want to. <laughs> Because it's going to involve I enjoyed, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that song in the context of the show. Yes, I did. But every time I open my phone, the first fucking video I hear, shut up. You think she'd have got to the top oh. of the fucking hill by now, wouldn't you? She's been trying to get her since 1986. <laughs> fucking hell. It's like she got to the hill, fell back down, and uh, started going again. Well, I'm glad Kate went into a bush. <laughs> I'm glad Kate Bush is getting money. How are we doing, guys? <laughs> You've ruined my day. After after that little mini rant. <laughs> ruined my day. Well, if we've ruined your day, you can let us know on our socials at Wait What Pod Trio on the Twitter. And we have a YouTube channel, Liam. Wait What Podcast. Like, subscribe, comment, share stuff we've got videos on there now <laughs> two videos or yep all idle chat's going to be coming out on youtube in the future as well as the podcast feed wherever yep. you get your good last, uh, last idle chat is up along with another video of uh unknown origin hold on because i don't remember uh <laughs> hmm. ah yes it's an uh it's a idle chat moment from another episode. Yes. I'm not going to tell you which one. I'll tell you which one. You can go watch it. Well, if this was an idle chat right now, you'd be able to see that we are very laid back with this episode yeah, today. <laughs> have, uh, I have realised that no one can see me now, so I don't have to be presentable. I have put my feet up. I am reclined. And I am actually, I'm not actually that comfy. It's just hurting my neck, but it's better than sitting forward. <laughs> it's weird. I've never, I've never seen Liam from this profile. <laughs> <laughs> you can see how big my penis is from this side. <laughs> and there we are. <laughs> there it is. There it is. How are we doing, Mitchell, as well? You're reclined. <laughs> I'm just getting myself even more reclined. I'm all Mitchell's good. Man. making a right, a right fuss, a right fuss of being reclined. <laughs> making bare noise. Took him ten minutes to get there. <laughs> That's just my age. Very good. Well, if there's no housekeeping to do, we can start with the main episode proper. <laughs> he loves. Oh, he's got his. He's, yes, 
Liam is holding something in a funny way. He's he's saving all the. He's not doing any visual gags on Idle Chat. It's just an all no. visual gags on the <laughs> one that you can't see. It didn't work. That's why I should go listen to go watch more of them on YouTube so they see the the uh, the visual gags I make on uh, on there. Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. Sure. Yes. Cool. <laughs> Can right. I see? Just so we, shall we get started with the episode proper? Yeah. Proper. Proper. Um, this month, it's a very big month in June, uh, it is Pride Month. Father's Day? I mean, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's one day. This is a whole month. <laughs> yeah, Mitch. Yeah. It's Pride Month, and uh, I speak, I'm sure I speak for the other guys when I say that we are big advocates for all human rights, be it gay rights, women's rights, racial equality, all that, all that stuff. We are big. Uh, supporters of so um what we have found is a article online uh saying about the 12 lgbt icons from history you should know about um we looked through the list and we actually didn't know uh, if we were being honest we didn't know a lot of these people so we're looking to educate ourselves and hopefully educate you guys as well i i i knew the least i knew a few but uh, i knew the least so I'm here. I'm here to be educated. Yeah. So we're going to uh, edu- educate ourselves. Yes. Uh, so, should we? Maybe we should start with maybe one of the more well-known ones that we we do know. So, if we go down to the bottom of this list, Can we just clarify. This is the list we found. So, if there are some missing or stuff like that, we have not done it on purpose. And if there is any missing. Blame the BBC. Blame the BBC <laughs> for everything, anyway. But yeah, this... let us know so we can educate ourselves. So, at the, at the bottom of this list, number 12 is Elton John. I fucking uh, love Elton I fucking love Elton John. Oh, oh yeah. National, John. national treasure, easy. Fuck yeah. I love, I love his old songs. I love his new, newer songs. Well, I say newer songs mainly because they were when I was younger. I don't have to really listen uh, to if he's done anything recently. I love I've his seen quotes, live. man. Yeah, I love his, <laughs> I love his story. I love Rocket I love, Man, the biopic I on his love, life. I love his banner. His <laughs> yeah. banner is unfucking rivaled, mate. He, I mean, he's been on, um, he's been on Graham Norton like enough times, and the amount of story he was telling. Um, the guy that played, I can remember, I never remember the actor's name. The guy that played Eggsy in um, King. Karen Negerton. Karen Negerton. He plays him in Rocket Man, yeah. He plays him in Rocket Man. He was telling like telling stories and stuff. How like, it just sounds like Elton John's a royal fucking laugh. It's like he's um, gave him uh, gave, Karen Egerton, Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. So he gave him a drag name. But the drag name he gave him was taking the piss out of him because he drives a camper van and stuff like that. It's just little things like that. Just, just think, Geezer's an absolute fucking riot. Yeah, and uh, like, there's all the stuff. Like, if you watch, I think it was a, a documentary or something where they're just following him and him and David Furnish around for uh, a little bit, and you see like his like tantrums and over, <laughs> and like him buying like expensive art and stuff like that, and the things that he enjoys. Like, it's uh, it, he's a, a, as I say, he's a national treasure. And a hell of a good recording artist as well. I love. Uh, oh, fuck. 
But oh, yeah, uh, why why he's an LGBT icon pretty much is just because he came out as bisexual in 1976 with Rolling Stone. And in 1992, he confirmed that he was gay. He and his partner, David Furnish, were among the first couples in the UK to get a civil partnership in 2005 when the law was changed to allow gay relationships to be legally recognised. And in 2014, after gay marriage was legal in the UK, the pair got married and have two sons born via surrogacy. I can't believe that in 2005, it was only legal for civil partnership. I can't believe it's that close. I mean, that's 2014, they legalised gay marriage. No, that's what I'm saying. In 2005, it was only civil partnership. Yeah. That's fucking insane. I kind of remember that as well. I remember I remember them getting quotation marks married in 2005 because yeah that's what they was that they, they would have considered it being married then they got to have a legal marriage because I assume in their eyes they didn't they didn't need the papers but they wanted it because they deserved it and so they do they deserve it I just think that's fucking insane how it's that close yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. I mean, I'm far removed from it, but I didn't realize it was that like the, it's not that long ago. That's crazy. Well, well, that's gay marriage still, nuts. gay marriage still isn't legal in like some places in the Western world. Like, yeah, well, them places, parts... them, them places are fucking stupid. In parts of America, uh, gay marriage is still illegal. Yeah, well, yeah. Places, I'm yeah. firing, I'm America. firing shots that way as well. They're fucking stupid. We're not going to get started on that, though, because I will just start going down the dark road. <laughs> I don't want to go down that road. Go. Cool. Right. Mitchell, do you want to do... We fucked. Yeah, fuck do it. the first one. Up the Elton John. Yeah. John. Yep. Listen to Man Man Across the Water. <laughs> listen, to every, listen to everything. Yeah, I, liked, I just like putting out an obscure one. <laughs> All of the Elton John. 24-7 Elton John. Nine more seasons. Nine more seasons of Elton John. Right, so the first one on this list um, is Alan Turing. And for people who don't know who Alan Turing is, he was a mathematician who cracked something called the Enigma Code, which is thought to have shortened the World War II by several years. Oh, he was, as far as I say, he was a fucking genius. That he, yeah. He's a fucking genius. He did, I'm pretty sure he did that all at Bletchley Park. Because I'm pretty sure when I went to Bletchley Park, there was a big thing about him there. So in the movie Imitation Game with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. Is where I know Adam Turing from. Was he, um, was he also autistic? Possibly, I don't think he because was ever I, medically I don't diagnosed. Think he was because I it remember wasn't, it wasn't, after watching the film. I remember diagnosed. seeing something after watching the film because I was like, uh, I don't know if this this war story interests me as much as the shoot shoot stuff normally does. But I thought it's better than Cumberbatch. It ain't going to be bad. I watched it and it was fucking amazing. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. Isn't and, he also um, on the £50 note now? He is now yes. on the £50 note. 
Not Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> no, Alan Turing is, yeah. Alan although, Turing I, is. although I would not be opposed to having Benedict Cumberbatch on the fiver. Fuck Churchill. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Who the fuck wants him on there? Let's get Benedict Cumberbatch on there. Who's on the who's on the who's on the ten? On the ten? Queenie? Uh, yeah, Queenie's on all of them. Oh, isn't, around, it, isn't it not um it was some, Darwin, but it's not Darwin some anymore. Some old isn't it an, um, an female author? Or is uh, that the 20? That might be the 20. Put Elton John on the tenor. <laughs> Dame Judy uh, Dench. <laughs> put, anyways, uh, put Elton John on the tenor because I always have £10 notes, never 20s or 50s. The reason I'd be more than happy right. to have Elton John. Let me get back to this. The reason why he is part of this list is um, he was a victim of mid-20th century attitudes to homosexuality and in 1952 was arrested for being homosexual, um, which was illegal back in Britain that time. 1952, homosexuality was illegal in Britain. Yeah. Crazy. It's not that long ago, man. The thing is, though, in 2013, he was pardoned for this crime and in 2017... The government agreed yeah. to officially pardon men accused of crimes like this, meaning they will no longer have a criminal record. That's five years ago. This pardoning became known as the Alan Turing Law. Mate. It's fucking crazy, isn't it? That's just fucking disgusting. Well, it's disgusting. It's... Mate. Well, Alan Turing himself was a brilliant... Mathematician, he's a fucking genius, war hero, man. war hero. It's fucking legend. Uh, yeah, and like seven years after, like the war ended, like it's all brought up in the Im- imitation film kind of yeah. thing. It's in the film kind of, kind it's, of thing. It's and, literally, yeah. it's literally like you know what, Alan, cracking job, mate. You did a fantastic job beating the Germans. One small thing though. Is it true you're attracted to men? Yes. Prison now. It doesn't really make <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah, it's like it's like so. Like, like, thanks for making it, uh, helping us end the war early. But um, who do you sleep with at night? So, um, hang on a second. What? As I, uh, none of your fucking business. Oh, thank you so much for helping us for helping us stop this villainous dictator that wants to have one race and basically murder anyone that wasn't in his image. Wait a minute. You're not like me. Get in that cell. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's stupid. It is, but you know, it it takes it takes a while for attitudes like this to change. He died two years after being arrested for being homosexual. When was um when was homosexuality made like legal? Basically, when was it stopped from being illegal? Uh, what is, give that, if you want to give that a quick look up let's, let's, just, let's just throw that out there in our eyes it has never been illegal yeah exactly well I've, all my life it's been, it, it hasn't been illegal it's so been, it been legal all my entire 30 years of being on this planet yeah as it should be but you know when damn fucking like, straight it should even be, it's not even should be registered as oh this is illegal or illegal you're not fucking robbing a bank so what if you want to kiss another man or if you want to kiss another woman who gives a shit? Honestly, yeah. who gives a shit? 
I don't wanna I don't wanna rag on religion yes. and stuff like that, but you know, that's what well, kind of what it was. Uh, this I typed in Google when was homosexuality made legal in the UK? Um, what popped up was in 1967, the Sexual Offences Act was passed, which decriminalised private homosexual acts between men aged 21, over 21, but at the same time imposing heavier penalties on street offences. Right. I'm, I imagine that so might that, come So up. that essentially, that is essentially... Do what you want in your own home. Do what you want in outside. your own home, but we don't want to see it. Yeah. Well, it's oh, a small. Oh. Well, it's a small. Well, it's a small victory, I suppose. But yeah, it's um. It's, Lord have yeah. mercy. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that might come up a bit later with some, maybe one of the guys that we haven't heard of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's 1967, you say, and Turing got arrested in 1952. So yeah, yeah. It was still a good 15 years after that arrest. I'm surprised that public opinion. It's amazing public opinion just didn't change enough for you know people just to go hold on. Why are we? Why are we arresting him? You know, it's a bit oh. crazy. All right. So, let's move on. Uh, Liam, do you want to read one out? <laughs> he said well, read one out. <laughs> do you want to read one out? I mean, I know I know about one of them. I don't know if you know. You two know anything about. Marsha about? P. Johnson. Okay, go. Okay. So... Marsha P. Johnson was uh, an African-American transgender rights activist who did a lot of work during the 60s and the 70s that is documented to have a huge impact on the LGBTQ plus community. Now, at this time in the States, it wasn't doesn't necessarily say it was illegal, but it was classified as a mental illness to be to be gay. They were regularly threatened and beaten by police. But beaten? Beaten. Beaten. No D. Beaten. They were beaten by police and shunned, basically. Like they were fucking... Is it Mormon? Do they shun people? Is it Mormons? Or is it the Amish? 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 Hamish? Yes. Around that kind of... Yeah, around that kind of area. Yeah, that world, yeah. Um... So I think one of the most, I think one of the bigger ones that I have, I knew about this in general because um, Marsha P. Johnson was also a drag queen. Some would say I'm pretty sure have basically was one of the most influential people in drag. Don't quote me on that, but I I've watched a ton of RuPaul's Drag Race and I'm sure I've heard the name mentioned one or two times. I'm sure. Um, I'm just reading if it if it says yeah. Um, uh, gay man and drag artist who dresses as drag. Oh, that's just that's an explanation of what a drag artist is. Ignore that bit, just ignore that bit. We're all learning here, we're all learning. Um, what else to say? So, in, in, um, in June in 69, um, when Marsha was 23 years old, uh, police raided, raided a gay bar in New York called the Stonewall Inn. Um, uh, they they've pushed. They forced over 200 people out of the bar into the streets and then basically beat the ever-loving shit out of them purely for their sexual orientation. Um, Marsha basically was one of the key figures that um, stood up to the police during the raids, stood for what um, they believed in. 
um, resisted arrest. Um, and in the following days, there's a series of protests and riots demanding rights for gay people. Um, and basically, it's spread across the world, inspiring others to join the protests and the groups in basically their fight to just be fucking live a normal life. So bearing okay. in mind this was 60s and 70s. Marsha P. Johnson, a fucking badass, mate. An absolute yeah. fucking legend. That's the, I've heard about that Stonewall um, place. That's yeah. been in a documentary of some, the of thing some kind. Is, of the thing is, the poor, the poor bastard was born during like the worst fucking time for them. Not only was it, not only during the 60s and the 70s were they f- incredibly homophobic, they were massively racist. So yeah, bearing in mind that was 60s and 70s, do you want to exactly, know when it becomes legalised in the US? Sure. 2003. God. Well, legal bad. to be gay. Yeah. <laughs> you mean? Wow. Homosexuality first legalised in the US um, was 2003. Politics and religion do not belong in the same fucking place. Yeah. It's as simple as that. The fact that the police were able to, like, just do this for the people that weren't committing a crime. Walk in, walk into a and bar. Forced two, over, over 200 people. Over How many police must there have been? People. How many oh, police must there have been? That must have been not. Uh, literally, they would have just gone out there. But it was the half of New York, wasn't it? Would have been the whole of New York PD. But it's crazy. Because then, like... Well, they're doing on like the other side of New York because there's just no police there. And do you know what the, do you know what the worst thing about that is, or one of the worst things about it? The police officers were probably there dishing out the whippings. Are still alive now. They're still alive. Yeah. It's not like this happened and the generation have died. If say for example during '69, so that's the '70s basically. That's only 50 years ago, mate. It's only 50, 50, what, 52, 53 years ago? Something like that? Yeah. Thanks, Stuart, something like that? Yeah. I would encourage going my, in. My, oh. my old man was born in 69. I can't remember how much he is. I'm a terrible son. I'm a terrible I, son. <laughs> I can't, I'm a terrible I can't, son. I, I wouldn't condone, like, going into an old person's home and, like, slapping an old person just because they did something wrong in their, like, younger life, though. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. <laughs> as in, I'm saying it's in time frame. As in, like, it's not like it was, like, a hundred years ago where the generation isn't there. Yeah. And you've had a chance. I mean, you'll probably find a lot of them have realised that they were wrong. But a lot of them probably don't. No, that's the problem. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying go out there and whoop anyone's ass. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Time's some, fu- some fucked up time, man. Yeah, power to power to Marsha P. Johnson, bro. Fucking A, mate. Fucking A. Yeah, Mitch. What? Did you, I thought you looked something up. You look like you had Wait. something to say. Oh no, just looking up to see what age you have to be in the US to become a police officer. Oh, okay. Oh, well, <laughs> Liam said about sixties <laughs> and seventies. See if they'll still be alive or not. I imagine. But twenty-one, they have to be a police officer. So. Eh, yeah, so, the end of their life. The old person, the old, old person, homecoming was uh, was valid then. <laughs> right, uh, I'll move on to Justin Fashionu. I know um, about about him and his his life. 
Uh, Justin Fashtu was Britain's first openly gay footballer. And although, although 13 years, 30 years have passed, uh, this article is a little bit old because um, I believe recently a footballer came out as gay. And yeah, I'll be honest, I can't remember his name. And I will find out for you. That shows how much it kind of matters, though. That because <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't think the things to look at his name. But yeah, um, at this time of writing, he was the, the first and uh, the only male footballer to reveal his sexuality while playing professionally in the top tier of uh, of the top tiers of football. Thomas Hiltzberger. No, no, that's, that's, no, no, no that he came was, out after. No, he came out after. Um, Jake, Daniels. Jake Daniels. Yeah, Daniel, Jake Daniels. Blackpool oh. forward. To come that first, that's it, UK's, yeah. UK's first active male um, male football player to come out publicly as gay. Yeah. And power to fucking Jake Daniels, mate. Yeah, good luck to him. So, yeah, um, Justin Fashnu, his career was going well. He was raised through, through the Norwich City youth ranks and uh, he became the country's most expensive black player as well with his um, one million move to Nottingham Forest. He stunned the football world in 1990 when he told a newspaper that he was gay. Uh, but after this, he didn't receive much support and suffered from homophobic bullying as well as harassment from the tabloid newspapers, which is uh, very sad. I believe he was also shunned by his brother, um, yep. John Fashnu, um, which is very tragic, who still to this day is um, doesn't talk about him. Um, so I say fuck John Fashnu. Um he, uh, Justin Fashnu, unfortunately, uh, died in 1998. Um, he was inducted into the National Football Museum's Hall of Fame in February 2020 with his niece, Amal Fashnu, called him one of the bravest men I've ever come across. Um, and yeah, I believe, like, the when he told the paper that like, he didn't even think to just like it was going to be a big deal for him to just say his sexuality. Um, he just did this randomly, I guess, because they were just asking him questions about his life and stuff. And yeah, it, it just, you know, unfortunately, at the time that it was with how, like, I guess it's just like how toxically ma- masculine like football can be, with, yeah. especially around football fans and stuff like that, around professional footballers who a lot of fans also feel, I feel, feel a great deal of jealousy towards as well as, like, support towards our own players, as well as, like, opposition players. You know, footballers have a tendency to get dehumanised when it comes to, like, their personal lives. They're just seen as, like, commodities by the club and by the fans as well. The issue and you have not, as well is the fair. fans will come up with the really ridiculous chance for them as well. Of course, yeah. And it still goes on today with, like, not just with... Um, well, I say it doesn't really come out of homophobia, but homophobic chants are common at uh, football games. Um, and, you know, any kind of offensive chanting. Um, but, yeah, like it's a tragic story about um, Paul Justin Fashnu. Um, it's nice, though, that he's been honoured and he's looked upon more fun, um, fondly these days and that he's inspired someone else to come out as well. So Damn good player from what I hear as well. I say, did well to get. He was the first so uh, one million boots in Forest. So you already were. Obviously, it was before my time, but my dad remembers it. And apparently, he was one hell of a player. It's a shame. Let's look up at the stats. Well, how many the goals for a footballer? Scored? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Stats as a footballer. I don't know if it's. Uh... 
don't know if it will still be about. I don't know if it'll recorded back then. Uh, yeah, I got him here. I got him here. Whoa, man! He played loads. He played for yeah. loads of get teams, man. What a geezer! He so played for Did he? Oh, what a lad! What yeah. a geezer! What a geezer! Um, he um, he played for England twenty ones as well. Scored five goals in eleven appearances. You know, he scores more goals than Antonio. Um, <laughs> three hundred sixty-five games, one hundred and thirty-three goals is what I got here. That's not bad. England of England of 21s as well. 11 appearances, 5 goals. Damn, he should have got a national team call he up. He should have. Oh, well. He, um, he was born in Hackney. Hackney? Yep. My neck of the woods. Yeah, my neck of the woods. <laughs> well, for a striker, yes. he was only 6 foot 1. Small compared yeah, to where he, he is now. Hmm. Yeah. It's a shame that he seems to enjoy like, a long career. From seventy eight to ninety seven, and then literally just like the next year, just everything with probably mixed in with the mental health that footballers don't get at the end of like their career, especially you know, the support then. And stuff. Especially then, yeah, especially then, yeah, because what like you don't you, there wasn't as much of the money back then to kind of like do whatever you want. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the story of poor Justin Fashion. There at all. Right. Now to Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde. A very witty man, Oscar Wilde. <laughs> Oscar Wilde is one of the famous playwrights of all time. In fact, you might have even studied the importance of being earnest when he was the most famous plays at school. I did not. No. Has he got has he got curtains in that photo? Possibly. Yeah. Oh, get, oh look at him. We've got curtains on. He's where he's sitting on like a fur rug. He's got wellies on. What a geezer. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he's even got a smoking jacket on. Look at that. Yeah, it doesn't give a year for his life here, but um, he was married to a woman and had two sons, but was later accused of being homosexual. After details of his private life were revealed during a court case had started. During a oh, court damn. case had started. Jesus. There we go. He was arrested and tried for gross indecency. Born in, uh, born in October of 1854, died on the 30th of November 1900. So, 19th century. So, it was only a couple of years ago. <laughs> he, was sentenced, he was sentenced to two years of hard labour, and his wife took their children to Switzerland. His time in prison severely affected his health, and once he was released, he spent the rest of his life in Europe. Um, yeah, Oscar Wilde's like as as I said in the uh, in the article, still influential today because of his work. Just a sh- I'm pretty just sure a that I situation. may have done. I'm pretty sure I may have done one of his plays or something in school. The Judy Obscure is that? Is that Oscar did not, I did not enjoy it. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's mainly because I fucking hated doing English lit. Okay. <laughs> I wrote my name on my English exam paper and went to sleep. I got a U. And I'm proud of it. See, now I'm venturing into the territory where I don't need, I don't know any of these. Yeah, well, after Oscar Wilde, I think that's it. Uh, they're, well. they're, all, they're all new to me. 
Okay, there's more. So this, of, is this, we... this is this. Did you got a more of a light? There's a light-hearted one here. There's a bit more of a positive outcome. Mr. Chris Smith. It's a bit more of a positive outcome. It's a good one. Am I reading it okay. or? Well, you've introduced it. So go. Okay. Oh, well, good. So, um, all the way back in 1984, not that long ago, uh, Chris Smith became the first. Um, the first male, or the UK's first, male openly gay MP and later went on to be the first gay cabinet minister. After his announcement, he actually received a five-minute standing ovation. I don't know why the five minutes is important, but he received a standing ovation. Um, his, actions and the posit- his actions and the positive reaction um, basically helped pave the way for many other MPs to be open about their sexuality as well. Not that it matters when you're being an MP, because nine times out of ten, all the people care about is if you're a lying scumbag. I don't care, care about your sexuality. It should make a difference. Um, but apparently there are, according to this article, which was published I don't know when, 3rd of February 2021, here there is... Where's he gone? There are currently 54 LGBT MPs in the House of Commons. And in 2015, it was declared the gayest parliament in the world due to the proportion of... Okay, I think that's terrible wording. That is <laughs> terrible wording. Gayest literally, parliament the, in the, the world. Word for word. And in 2015, it was declared the gayest parliament in the world due to the proportion of LGBT members. Probably I don't think because... that's... I don't, that wording is... I don't know. I, I don't probably know. wouldn't have put it. I wouldn't have put it that way. I would have said it might that be just... it is the. Um, I'd say it's the. Um, say the UK Parliament has the largest number of LGBTQ plus members. That's what I would have said. I don't know. Maybe it's just because like we can, we kind of been brought up to like for where like kids would use gay as like describing something bad. The gay was so when... described. I'm not gonna lie, when I was a kid, I had friends who sued for everything. So I joined it. Oh man, no, that's gay. Makes no sense. But the older you get, when you hear it, you're like, "Why? Do you know what that yeah, means? Do you know what? Do you know what that means?" If someone were to call me gay now, I would just laugh. <laughs> like, I'd be like, "Did you oh, really just call me gay?" <laughs> oh, you're gay. What? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two thousand and three wants their insult back. What? 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 <sighs> Yeah, no, that's that's nice to see that this one has a po- I know all of them do, but this one is positive straight away. You got an ovation, a five minute ovation. I don't know why the five minutes is important. All I this think important, it... all this important is what is it was accepted as it. We have said this so many times. It was accepted because it doesn't matter. Quite crazy though that you know MP. That's your job. It's quite crazy. It took so long for like just civil partnerships to become legal. Like going back to like the Elton John thing. Till the mid two thousands, till that was legal. Yeah, we you know the five minute standing ovation. Yeah, I agree. It's just a bit bit overkill. You didn't need to put five minutes in there. Do you know what I mean? Whoever's writing this article, I don't think has attended college for this <laughs> is it it's, BBC. Let's be, let, it's the bbc it's the bbc 
We so, paid that wage. <laughs> I want better articles if I'm paying for it. Okay. I can't believe, I can't believe it literally used the phrase the gayest one in the world. It's just so stupid. It's so wrong. So wrong. I think now, I think now we'll just go down in order. So, star number four underneath uh, Marshall Johnson. It's number four is Adam Horsfall. So, Alan Horsfall, as known as basically known as the grandfather of gay rights of the gay rights movement, because uh, he openly campaigned as a gay man when homosexuality was still illegal. In 1964, Alan Horsfall and a group of friends set up the Northwest Homosexual Law Reform Committee, even giving out his home address as the base for the organization. So, yeah, to be so open at that time. Mate, that is that is that is basically like in Iron Man three when Iron Man's like, "Here's my address. Fucking come get me." He was literally like, "This is where I live. I am I am a gay man. Do something about it, because I'm not gonna stop. Come and do something about it. That 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 is bollocks. That is having great big bollocks. That is, mate. Oh, you gotta respect that. You have got to respect that." Yeah, I have to also clarify this is um, this is UK, so this is just a, a British thing. So in Witten, yes. So uh, it became the first campaigning organisation outside of London set up and run by gay men, and its work directly led to homosexual homosexuality no longer being illegal. Fucking a. So yeah, the um, later the Northwest Committee was transformed into the campaign. For homosexual equality, which was the largest LGBT organisation there has ever been in the UK, with more than 5,000 members and 120 local groups all over the country when it was at its biggest. Um, its role in the removal of the stigma of criminality or from homosexuality remains its crowning achievement. That's what it says. That is fucking hardcore, mate. <laughs> that takes balls. Yeah, the home address especially. That, that. My man was willing to give it all. (laughs) He was ready, mate. Yeah. He he was ready, mate. He he just knew what we we all knew, kind of thing, that it it shouldn't matter. He's a human being. He's entitled to everything else. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. The world was just so... Religious background. I don't. I honestly don't <laughs> think I could. I, if I would have been born in like the seventies and like seventies and eighties, I'd I'd have had a cracking time with music. Everything else would have just been boo boo aids. I don't think I could have lived this mentality in that world, nah, man. Would have lasted. <laughs> Wouldn't have lasted. Plus, I don't do podcasts in the eighties and stuff. You know, so in the eighties. Yeah, it was well, like podcasts okay. in the eighties. Listen to Kate Bush, though. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm going to go back in time. I'm going to get that and be like, no! <laughs> no! Uh, do you want to do... Uh, I, I, was, I was saying we should do this in order, Mitch. So, what, number five next? The I'm wrong week. I'm glad Mitch got that because I can't pronounce that's that. How you, I was going to say. That's, that's how, how you... I, I know. I realised I, realized I just set him up. So, Garonwi. Is it Garonwi? I'd say yeah. Garonwi Reese. Yes. Apologies <laughs> if we have got this horrifically wrong. We are morons. 
it's till we are so 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 sorry if we got this horribly wrong. We are learning. We are idiots. Okay. I have idiots. a lot of hard words to say in this one. Great. <laughs> oh fuck! Have that as well. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't got to read it. You haven't got to read it word for word if you don't want to. Okay. He does. Mitch reads this like it's a fucking assignment. <laughs> he began his career as a journalist working for the MI6 and becoming a principal of Aberwis. I can't even say that word. <laughs> Aberswith. You weren't far Universe. off. Uni, uni, That's university, oh, Mitch. Multiverse. <laughs> university. What one was it? I can't yeah, remember. Multiverse. <laughs> he was principal of the Aberswith. Um, Aberswith uh, University. He was asked to join the government's committee looking into homosexual offences, which led to the Wolfenden report, which recommended that having a homosexual relationship should no longer be a criminal offence. This laid the foundations for a later law which partially decriminalised male homosexuality for the first time in England and Wales. I don't know why it specified just male, though. I think... Female was always legal. Uh, yeah, always legal. That's just that's there's just, there's, that's there's, just, there's never that, been there's never I don't thing. think there's ever been such a, a bad as that's, a, what I, that's what I was gonna do. I was gonna look into this. I think there's more there was more of a um it was like literally you get men saying it now, like oh man and a man, no, oh women and the women, yeah, I'd watch. Do you know what I mean? It's that sort of mentality where it's okay if it's two women because you find women attractive. I think it's yeah. like that. That's no, cool. it's never. Wow. I didn't realise that. Wow, I didn't realise they just had to... Is that just in the UK? Um, I think so, yeah. It's got to be, just yeah. So it's, yeah. It makes, it's my point. It's my point exactly. It's exactly what it is. Do you know, the, I, oh, I need to find that story. I'm pretty sure I read a story the other day um, that I think it was like in the 16th century. It was the norm for men to have sex with other men to show that you liked each other. If um, they didn't want to have, if they didn't want to make love to you, it was um, classed as um, they didn't like you and they didn't think much of you. That's a huh. wild time. That's the, the <laughs> So basically in the sixteenth century, everybody out here fucking. Even if they had like um nice. like, th- their wives knew about it as well. Well that yeah, was because it, was, it wasn't it wasn't anything to do with love or anything like that or relationships. So it makes it you was think, just as as a greeting. It makes you think how did it get from that to where it got to to now? I mean, the formal greeting is to shake hands, but it could have very easily just been shake penises. See, I'm glad you said that because I had another <laughs> one, but I don't want to say it. Let's move on. I'm Let's saying it. On. It's not that bad. You've gone from pound... <laughs> we, we now pound fists, and before we were pounding ass. I'm sorry. It's I'm a, sorry. You look, ha- I'm you sorry. look happy, though. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It's funny. It's a joke. It's funny. Can we move on before I get myself in trouble, please? We got the last bit of that, Mitchell. He was described as the most perceptive member of the committee and the one who successfully argued that the committee should take evidence directly from homosexual men. 
So yeah, like this is obviously. So he handed them logic. Yeah. Basically, yeah. handed them logic. Yeah. He 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 brought forth logic and common sense, and they had to go along with it. It's worth the outcome. But well done, Goron, we Reese. Like yeah, right, as soon as I saw but, that name, knew it was Welsh. As soon as I saw it, knew it was Welsh. Yeah. Goron, we that's a cracking name, though. Great name. Well, lad. Uh, what's the next one? Next one is Edith Windsor. Or Edie. Or Edie for short. Was a leading woman in the fight for LGBTQ rights in America. So her case against the American justice system was the first time same-sex <laughs> marriage was recognised as legal in America. Uh, so it says here... When uh, Edie then married her wife, Thea Cypher, in Canada in 2007. But unfortunately, in 2009, Thea died. Um, When she died, the American government said that Edith then had to pay $363,000 in tax. Because only marriage between a man and a woman had um, something called unlimited spousal exemption from federal estate taxes. Because obviously everything in America is to do with money. Uh, Edie decided to sue and said that the law uh, law was discriminating against same-sex couples. She sued their ass. She won. And um, her fight led to an act called Defensive Defense of Marriage Act being overturned. So yeah, like, I'm guessing this Defense of Marriage Act is some kind of crazy... Like Bill to bullshit say that law, bullshit marriage, law that they come up with. That, that if you're going to say if that marriage should only between be between a man and a woman, and yeah, well, um, her fight led to that that act being overturned. So that uh, America you know, is that, very religious, so they believe that man and women should be married. It's a sin if women and women or men and men. That's probably why they put that in place. You can buy bread and an assault rifle in the same shop. You can buy, <laughs> you can buy an assault rifle over the road from a, a off well, a liquor store, as they call them. Exactly my point. But man and yeah, man but, is yeah, but, man and man. No, no loud. Yeah, but there's a waiting period. No background oh, yeah, check, tw- but there's a waiting yeah, period. Yeah, tw- 20 minutes. So, so, 24 hours. Oh. They, they, they increased Ooh. it. They increased it. <laughs> what did what they increase it to? 25? No, 20 minutes to 24 hours. <laughs> All right. That's, that's enough ragging on America. Sorry, Americans. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but you done did some fucked up shit, okay? Okay. Next one is, uh, I think he said Gilbert. It's Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert I Baker. Read it, I read it as Gilbert as well. Yeah. Why? It's Gilbert. Why did you read it as Gilbert? I know it's Gilbert, but like, it's just, I guess from just being a football fan, like you see that we want to put O at the end and say Gilberto. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I didn't because I can see the guy. The guy's got hair, <laughs> a beard, and most importantly, Gilberto was Brazilian. He's not Brazilian. No, he's American. Uh, he's got the Brazil colours on, though. Yeah, I thought you were going to mention his cracking t shirt in this picture. Anyway. If you know anything about crowds on it, yeah, I know that's what I say. Cracking t shirt. If you know anything about LGBT movement, you'll definitely recognize the iconic rainbow flag, which was invented by Gilbert Baker. Oh, what? Gilbert Baker. 
Gilbert Baker was an American artist, gay rights activist who designed a flag to have eight stripes instead of the six normally seen now. He first made his appearance back in 1978 and has become associated with LGBT rights all over the world. Although it would have made him a lot of money, Gilbert refused to trademark it, saying it was a symbol for everyone. The one geezer. Well, to, celebra- yeah, to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the Stonewall Whites, Baker created the world's largest flag at the time. There he goes, a call back to the Stonewall Riots. Yeah. What, what, lad? It's now been redesigned again, isn't it? It has been redesigned, yeah. Um, you've, now got, you've now got the first half, which is the rainbow, and then the second half has like the... Um, triangle. Yeah, it's blue, blue white, pink and brown, I want to say. To... I've, 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 I've I remember what it's for. I think, that, I think that may be non-binary and trans, I think. I could be wrong. I'm not 100% oh, I've sure. Seen... Don't come for oh, me. I see it. Um, I see it. See it? Yeah, so it's got... Uh, I'm pretty... What is it? Does it say what it stands for? Uh, the progress pipe flags get is getting uh, it just says intersex inclusive makeover. Um, I'll go in the article. Oh, there it is 32 flags. Oh, damn, son. that one you just showed, Dave, is the progress pride. Pride, pride, right. progress pride. pride. Oh, the one you know, the one you just showed was the intersex inclusive pride. All oh, right. Yeah, there, there is that many, gentlemen. Hang on, my phone is very bright, looking like Jesus. There's that many, still too bright. Hold on, we'll get there. That many. Okay. But they're all they're all basically covered over the uh, under the eight stripes, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, looking at it, the one that I've seen the most is um, the Progress Pride one, which has got the regular six stripes, and then there is then a triangle sort of going the other way, like you would see on like the Cuban flag, the triangle. Um, is it the Cuban flag that's got the triangle, or is it Puerto Rican? Uh, do you mean Costa Rica? Might be Costa Rica. You got the triangle coming at the side. Um, yeah, I think it's Costa Rica. Got, um, it's got a white, then a pink, then a blue, then a brown, then a black triangle. And I'm pretty sure that one is. Um, I think the per- like, you got like the demi. I think it covers demi sexual, um, poly, asexual, pansexual. Or I think it covers basically anything that has been. Majority brought in since the first flag, I think. This is all the six stripes, not the eight. Yeah, this is all me looking at the flags in front of me and trying to put two and two together and figure out which one is in and stuff like that. So I could I be wrong. Really, if I'm if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But yeah, I, didn't I, realize, I didn't realize every sexual orientation had their own flag. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for some fuck. I'm waiting for some fuck. Uh, I'm waiting for some I, fuck. I like. Where, where is it? Have we got a straight flag? Fuck off. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is a straight flag. There is and a I like, flag. I like, I like their straight flag because it's black is and it? white. Yeah. Really? Where? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The straight, straight pride flag. The straight, the straight, um, there's the straight sexuality 
flag and there's a straight ally flag as well. I'm trying to work out what straight ally means. A straight uh, ally is friend. Yes, yeah, what we are. Yeah. I'd say we are. We're all we're yeah. all free we're all free straight men, but and we got to... we but we believe that we believe that you should have the right to do what the fuck you want. I like the I like the flag as well because it's got a, it's black and white background and then there's like a kind of like rainbow pyramid in the middle. We definitely got to call this flag. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> that's I I don't know. I do not know. There is one here that is fucking sick. Okay, they're all great, but this one is cool. It's got a pink background and inside a black tri upside down triangle, it's got a double sided axe. That's cool. Sank out of Assassin's Creed, mate. Lab, Labyrinth Lesbian Pride. Have I said that right? L A B R Y S. Labrys, Labrys, Labrys Lesbian Pride flag. Labrooks. No. <laughs> Game on. <laughs> Game on. Car. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's yeah, man. There's pair flags. I didn't know this either. Oh yeah, Ally Pride. Ally. There it is. The Ally Pride flag. The black and white striped background with the uh, the upside down rainbow. triangle. Oh, that's well cool. Yeah, rainbow flag. I, I am going to find a picture of that. And I'm going to put that as our um, header for the next rest of the month. That's 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 cool. That's because because you know because we care. Oh, if I scroll down, <laughs> it tells me what they're all for. I think. Yes, it does. Can I you can please let me know what pony means? Pony? Yeah. In the sense of what? In Cockney or in real life? Well, one That's of the flags flag. is called pony. Yeah. Where? Uh, po- pony sexual? I don't see no pony. Are we looking at the same one? No, in I'm Venice, there's a load of... You. Reader's, it di- could be Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest. And I'm on Etsy. Oh, Etsy. Someone, someone could have just made that up. That <laughs> probably is just... made up, Mitch. No, everything's the, everything's the same as what this, you've just said. This is why you're not allowed to research stuff. I don't know what that is. That's weird. Okay. Okay, so the progress are we prize. Still about... Oh, we're still yeah, talking, talking about, about flags. flags. Yeah. <laughs> so the little chevrons, that's the word I was looking for, chevrons. <laughs> the little chevrons, the white, pink, and light blue chevron. Design on there are the colours of the transgender flag. Oh. While the black and brown stripes uh, represent marginalised people of colour, but the black stripe black stripe also has a dual meaning. It honours the honours those lost to HIV and AIDS, and is the nod to the stigma surrounding those still living with HIV. So that's what all those chevrons mean on the Pride Progress flag. But the one you Probably. showed, Dave, yep. with the um, with the circle in the middle. Of it is. Hold on, I will find it. Is that Bear Brotherhood? I believe it's intersex because hmm. the intersex flag is just a it uh, is indeed like plain background with a circle. It is indeed the that is the intersex flag. Um, over the years, in it, okay, so this came in 2021. So this is the most up to date version of the flag. Um, it is the yellow triangle with the purple circle is design of the intersex flag. So they basically took the flag. And slapped it straight in with the rest of them where it belongs. I figured out what pony is now. Dude, I didn't realize there were so many flags. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah well, go on. 
pony is basically a BDSM pony play. Okay. <laughs> that, that's what, that's think, what the flag's for. I, I don't know if that's a real... I, Still don't think I still think that Etsy is. Uh, has, I'm not on Etsy anymore. Yeah, yeah, I know. I get, I get that you said a pony is a thing. I get ponies a thing, but I don't think it's a sexual, sexual identity or orientation. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. Mitchell, uh, I don't give Mitchell the next one because it's another hard name. <laughs> Kokulhan. Yeah. Maureen Kokulhan was the first openly lesbian MP, as well as the first openly LGBT MP. And sticking in the UK here. When she was first elected, Maureen was married to a man and a couple lived in Sussex with their three children. But in 1976, she moved to London to live with her new partner, who was a woman. Although she hadn't spoken speaking, although she hadn't spoken, she hadn't gone gone speaking about being gay. A newspaper found out and printed the news against her will. Afterwards, she was deselected by her party, and although she still managed to stand in elections, she lost her seat to the Conservative candidate. I bet it was the fucking sub, wasn't it? (laughs) Definitely. I actually know who was the one. Who was the one that tapped into people's phone calls? News of the world. News of the world. It was news of the world, scumbags. I mean, it's sad that uh, you know that we'll talk about uh, how positive it was in that uh, Colin Smith one in nineteen eighty four. Chris Smith. No, my bad. Sorry, Chris Smith. In uh, 1984, and that just you know, uh, eight years earlier, they treated this uh, woman so poorly. Yeah, but you know, she still advocated for LGBT rights, and you know, it would be, I don't know if there's any after this, like she continued in politics. Well, she stood up. She stood for what she fucking believed in. She stood for it, and that's the main yeah. thing. She stood for what she, she believed in. And she, yep, and she did what she wanted to do and didn't care about the consequences. And fucking power to her. One more. Last one. Last one. Last Lady one. Lady Phil. <laughs> Sorry, i just seen the name. Yeah, that's, that's why we're sticking with Lady Phil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, real name is hard to pronounce. Phil Poku. Gima? Poku Gima? Gayama? Gayama? I'm going to say Phil or Poku Gima. If we've got that wrong again, we're sorry. But, you know, (laughs) idiots. Trying to learn, okay? We're trying to learn. Anyway, Lady Phil. Is a British LGBT rights activist and anti-racism campaigner. She is the co-founder of the UK Black Pride, which began in 2005 as a day trip to Southend on Sea in England. It now attracts nearly 8,000 people every year. 
Lady Phil created the event to promote unity and cooperation among all LGBT people of Africa, Asia, Caribbean, Middle Eastern and Latin, and Latin American descent in the UK, as well as their friends and families. She is also the direct, executive director of the company Kaleidoscope Trust, which campaigns for human rights of LGBT people in countries around the world where they are discriminated against. I have heard of UK of, of, of Black Pride here. I've heard of them. I've seen them in my travels on their day trips and stuff. I've seen them. How <laughs> about? Who are you laughing for? I mean, I've been to I South mean, End. <laughs> I mean, the, the, LG, the it's, I mean, it's crazy, it's crazy good work that this, uh, this that lady Phil's done. I mean, she's I mean, done they, so much. She did I mean, a lot the of shit, man. To bring together like cultures that, you know, f- from traditions and tradition, like, traditions, they wouldn't be together. Yeah, they yeah. Wouldn't be together. Yeah, but they all have a shared kind of thing where, like, in their culture, like homosexuality or it's anything it's like that is. It's just a no-no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people forget that even like in other countries, there are still countries in the world that put people to death because of the crime of being a homosexual. Right. Some yeah. countries are still, it's fucking basically illegal to be a woman. Can't do anything. So, yeah. let alone anything else. Yeah, and although, like, we, you know, are big football fans, and that's, you know, we're looking forward to the World Cup in the winter. Mainly oh, sort of sorry, thing. fuck. But fuck fact, Qatar. Fuck Qatar for the World yeah. Cup being there. Listen, yeah. it's nothing, it's not, I would say, it's nothing personal. Your views are just full of shit. You need to jump into this fucking into the real world, man. Your views yeah. are fucking skewed, and you need to take a long look and just be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Sort your shit, man. Sort it out. Yeah, yeah, and you know parts of Africa as well, like are very, you know, staunch against homosexuality and will like fight homosexuals in the streets and things and be very, very cruel to them and. You see the videos, uh, you know, of like crazy preachers kind of things saying things that homosexual people do, which is just completely outlandish and crazy. Now, the, you know the video I'm I've, talking about? I've, I've, yeah, I've seen. Yeah, that video. Like it's, I mean, it's hilarious. It's hilarious just because of how outrageous and crazy it is that this guy is saying the, these claims about the things that homosexual people do. And, and what yeah, they want, what and how they'll and how they'll get your children to be like them, and yeah, like this whole kind of stuff. this whole kind of idea that they're kind of recruiting like people and stuff. Oh yeah, it's yeah, like it's a, like your... it like it's the fucking um, uh, like yeah. I'm trying to think. What's the? I'm trying to think. It's like it's the fucking Freemasons, you know, fucking all secret handshakes and shit. No, it ain't like that. Meeting in woods. Yeah. In the cabin in the woods. <laughs> That's creepy. That's just creepy. I don't know. I'm at, it's fan, what she's done. Fantastic work. Yeah. It's absolutely fantastic work. And all I can, all we can hope is that it does, it does get better. Because. Oh, yeah. I mean, it can only get better. That's, that's, that's one good thing about it. It can only get better now. The words of George Michael, yes, things can only get better. <laughs> what? It wasn't George Michael. I know. That it was, was a joke. Green. <laughs> a joke. 
God. I'm trying to bring some funny. It sound, I've made this joke before to people. He sounds like George Michael. It's a joke, okay? God, I'm trying to bring some light into this. Fuck me. Sorry for words, trying to do a funny. In the words of George Michael, I'm never going to dance again. Yes. <laughs> the, words, the words of Billy Elliot, I'm never going to give you up. Okay? <laughs> uh, I'm here to make the people laugh, man. I'm an idiot. That's what I do. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we've learnt about some of the fine people that have campaigned over the years for what is, again, what we essentially believe is just common sense and something that shouldn't be an issue. Um, as we said, hopefully in years to come, things will improve, not just in the UK, but all across the world for gay people so that they can just live their life how they want to live it. If they want to go through life just being an arsehole, Good, good power to them, just like any other person. Damn straight, man. Yep. Yeah. So, Liam, I'll leave it to you to uh, to wrap us up on a nice fine bow. Happy Pride time. Month, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. We we don't we don't we we don't do norm we normally I don't know what's happening to us lately. We tend to be more uh, a little bit more grown up about a few things because certain things need to be said, and. Uh, it, it all, in all seriousness, you shouldn't feel, you shouldn't feel like you're trapped in a box. You shouldn't feel like you're, like you shouldn't be scared to basically be yourself and tell someone. You shouldn't think you're doing anything wrong. Yeah, there's yourself. nothing wrong, man. Like if you're, yeah. if you feel like, oh, I can't say something, or this person's going to treat me this way, if that's what they're going to do. It's worth the sacrifice, man. You drop them like a bad habit. Them. You don't need don't them. Don't need them. You don't need them. We yeah. we're idiots, right? We're fucking idiots. But there's one thing we'll always stand by is you have to be what you want to be. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that, man. No one is no nothing matters at the end of the day unless it matters to you. Let's put it that way. You bet. Yeah, you've only got one life. Yeah. And if you and if you wanna and, and if you're a man and you wanna go kiss other men, then you fucking go and kiss every fucking man you see. You fucking go consensually, of course. But you go and kiss every man you want to fucking Okay? If you're a woman, if you're a woman, you go kiss every woman you wanna see. Be prepared, there's some real freaky idiots out there, they're gonna be like trying to watch you and shit. Just chin them. They don't count as real people, just hit them, it's fine. If they say anything, just tell them. Just tell them I said you could hit them, and they'll be like, "Okay, it's fine," because you know we're massive and we have influence. It's okay. Don't worry about it. You'll be okay. It's fine. But you live your life. You do you. And if all else fails, just know we got your back. Just us three, no one else. Just us. We got your back. It's got our flag now. We got our flag now. Yeah, we got no, our flag. We know, we know where we stand. We know where we stand. So now you know where we stand. You can um, you can go and check us out. All the previous episodes are available on all podcasting platforms. Go to Good Pods and leave us a five star review. Uh, don't forget to now head over to YouTube. Wait, what podcast? Uh, like, subscribe. Make sure you keep an eye on it. Videos will now be dropping every Sunday. 
because I never have enough time to actually edit them, so I need a day. So you will be having more content coming your way. On Thursdays, you have the regular episode. Saturdays, you will have the idle chat in both audio and video form. And Sunday, you have something extra. Yeah. I didn't, we weren't expecting that, were you? Huh? <laughs> hey? We weren't expecting that. Yeah. I fucking wasn't. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I know, I know. I've already got it, Mitch. Don't worry. I've got the stuffing, content. It's stuffing in the can. It's, up, yeah. it's just in the back of the sofa. I've got hold of it and just stuffed it. Stuffed <laughs> it down the back of the sofa. Don't worry. It's next to a remote control, yeah? Oh, I don't, I don't know where that 20 is. 20p. Oh, my neck. Oh, I've been sitting all funny for the last hour. Oh, Golden Bennett, me, me neck. Oh, shit. Hold on. Oh! Oh! Ow. <laughs> I just popped me shit, boys. Oh, God. <laughs> ah! This is great. This is great content. Me just dying slowly. <laughs> oh, Dave, send them on. It's right at the end. It's right at send the end on. as well. Do you say about on. good pods? Go on, good pods. Give us a five star review. <laughs> yes. Find us on all pod- pod- podcasting platforms Spotify, yes. Amazon, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Google Podcasts. Yes. YouTube, wait what YouTube, podcast? YouTube, podcast, at wait what pod trio on Twitter. Yeah. Um, wait what pod trio on Instagram. We don't use it, go anyway. Wait what guys, <sighs> touch grass, keep truck, keep on trucking. Meet fun, I'm you. Love you all. <laughs> <laughs>